Welcome to Total Body Talk with Tarnisha. We have a special guest by the name of Ramonica. She's one of my clients, and she decided to tell me her story. She's a breast cancer survivor, and she decided to take things in her own hands. Hello, Ramonica. Hello, T. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. How about yourself? I'm good. I can't complain. That's awesome. So would you like to tell our followers your story? Um, so last year, I guess the ironic part about it, um, I was diagnosed with um, ductal carnosal um, breast cancer in my right breast. And I guess the ironic part of, of it is because, uh, you know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And um, you know how we do. We notice things, but we take our time going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I had um, felt a lump in my right breast, I guess, like maybe two or three months prior. And it just kind of ignored it um, and and had been putting it off um, as far as going to the doctor. And then in October, I started experiencing um, sharp pains in my right hand and in my arm. So that kind of scared me because I wasn't sure what was going on and thus you know, I made my way to the doctor and um, ended up getting a mammogram, a biopsy, and received my diagnosis of breast cancer. Wow. Well, I'm glad you did go to the doctor and got that checked out. And so what was your experience when you got to the doctor? Um, I would say my experience for me was um, kind of, it was kind of shocking because when I received the diagnosis, um, it, it was, I guess it, I felt like it was like a cattle call, like just a number. Um, the doctor was just so matter of fact and unfeeling. Um, basically she came into the room and she was like, well, uh, yep, it's, it's official. You have breast cancer. Uh, your life is about to change. You're getting ready to, you know, you're going to have to have your breast removed and, go through chemo, your hair's going to fall out, and you need to make sure before you leave here you get a flu shot today. And I'm literally sitting in her office um, by myself just in shock because this woman has just told me that I have breast cancer, and on top of that she's trying to pressure me into getting a flu shot and telling me how much my life is going to change. And has not taken a breath in between any of the sentences she's just stated. Um, And I'm sitting there devastated because I am now in panic mode. My whole world is turned upside down. And um, I just felt lost and sad and a little angry that this doctor just had no compassion. No remorse at all. And so I wonder, why would she tell you that you had to get a flu shot that day? Like, that's curious to me. I wonder if it really was going to be a flu shot. Did you get that shot? I didn't get the flu shot, but um, it's ironic that you said that. I wasn't, I don't know um, exactly why that was her focus, but the entire time throughout the appointment, the her focus became pressuring me into getting um, a flu shot, 
And I was so overwhelmed. I think I mentioned to you, I was so overwhelmed that I ended up calling my brother because I was in panic mode um, of just finding out that, okay, I have breast cancer. What do I do now? But now the doctor is saying, you need to get a flu shot. You need to get it today. You need to get it right now um, because you're about to go through um, – uh, uh, a life-changing event, and and you need to make sure you have a flu shot. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad you didn't get yeah. that flu shot because yeah, it probably too. wasn't a flu shot. You know, it was probably something <laughs> that they was gonna add in there to make things worse. We we never know. Exactly, I, and that was my thing. I was just like, I have enough to deal with um, with the news that I just received. Then you know focusing on a stupid flu shot you know right. just like because one of my questions to her was i was like well is this flu shot gonna combat the strand of flu that's out this season and her answer to me was well no but you you still need to to uh you still need to get it so i didn't see the logic in that well i'm glad you didn't because it it don't make sense to me and it really stood out when you said that because I'm like a flu shot and cancer like today today gotta be done today yeah I'm glad you went with your first mind right okay so I know you told me that it was a high price behind each client that goes through chemotherapy and why doctors try to push that as the first option yeah, um, so as I, I uh, just to give you a little quick background on, in, in me going, I decided, like you said, I, I decided to do it my way, my own way. Um, because as I began to do my research, I realized that each cancer patient is worth anywhere from 400 to about $480,000 to their oncologist. Wow. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and you can look up, you can look that up in any medical journal. You can look that up. You can Google it. Um, you can find that on Google. You don't have to take my word for it. But you can see how much each cancer patient is worth to their oncologist. So um, we come with a high price tag of making the doctors high dollar. Um, because they are able to write the prescriptions for the chemotherapy, and they're the ones that make a lot of money from prescribing um, this chemical um, that they inject our bodies with to help, um, as they say, cure cancer. But I don't know if they go over all of the side effects of it possibly um, causing additional cancers in your body. Right. And so I know you said that you broke down to me on what exactly is going in our bodies. What was that when we go through the whole chemo phase? Um, Well, some of the things um, that, that I started to research and and I and, and like I said, you can you can look these things up for yourself. But one of the things when I started researching um what is chemotherapy, what is chemical therapy? And the basis for chemical therapy is mustard gas. And I'm not sure if a lot of people know uh, what mustard gas is, but it was used in the World War Two to 
kill people. Um, and they had such an abundance of the mustard gas left over, there was not a lot of options for them to eliminate the mustard gas. And one of the things that a few scientists um, did, they, they realized that um, it killed um, a lot of the growths in our body and started to manipulate the mustard gas and um, to, to break it down just a little bit more, to use it to help kill different things in our body. But what it does, it not only kills the cancer cells, which and it doesn't even kill the, the uh, T cells in it, it kills and destroys most of all of your good organs and cells in your body that you, that you need to help fight off um, disease that, 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 that's in your body. Wow. And so I remember you saying that this stuff is so potent and so powerful that they have to put on like this suit. And if it drops on the ground, then they, the whole floor is contaminated. They call, exactly. They, and, 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 and that was the thing. Um, and I had mentioned to you that my mother was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And, and of course, they can't administer the chemo until the doctor writes the prescription out. So they, you know, once you go and, you know, you see your doctor and you're going to go into this little room and they put this little um, device underneath your skin and you um, have the chemo administered. But, but before they can administer it, the doctor has to write the prescription. So there's a lab in the back of the room. And in this lab, the people that are preparing the chemical therapy, they are in like a spacesuit, like protective covering to, to protect themselves from this. And if any of that mixture is dropped on the floor or their skin or any, anything like that, then they call a hazmat team in to come and clean this up. So my mindset was, if they're so afraid of this um, concoction that they're putting together, I wasn't sure I wanted something like that in my body. Right. That sounds you know, crazy. That that really frightened me to, to know and to see, um, A, to see it, to see that they were wearing these suits, and B, to even read even more about how dangerous it is, but it's something that they inject into our bodies. And and by no means, let me let me say to anybody that's listening, um, everybody has their own journey. And I am not criticizing anyone for taking that route. I feel like if that is your choice, that's what you feel is best for you. Um, then I feel like you know that's that's something that that you choose to do. Um, but for me personally, my own personal choice. Um, it just wasn't for me. Gotcha. So tell me some of the ways you took your life in your own hands. Like what are some of the daily remedies you do and those four things? Okay. So for me, um, I, um, and a lot of the research and reading that I've done, I have been working on, cleaning my major organs, which my colon, my liver, all bladder, my kidneys, and my lymphatic system. 
So some of the daily things that I do, I do green juices, which, you know, um, some mornings it could be a combination of dandelion greens, watercress, kale, um, spinach. I put burdock root in there. I put ginger and uh, turmeric in there. So any combination of leafy green vegetables I drink every morning. Um, I started off doing a fast to help my body kind of reset and jumpstart itself. Um, And I've done um, and still doing. um, And the, the fasting I do every month, the green juices I do every day, I limit my um, food intake, and I'm on a 100% plate uh, plant-based diet. Okay, and so when she told me this story, you guys, I was super shocked because when I tell you when it came time to train her, she was going beast mode. She was going beast mode. (laughs) (laughs) And when she also told me that she had lost her hair, I didn't see that part. So when I saw her, when she came to the gym, she had a head full of her. And I was like, girl, you look good. What are you doing? We sat down for like at least two hours talking about her remedies and her daily routine. She had me go pick up this book. What was that book called? It's called, and it's, and it's, I know it's a huge, crazy book that I had you get, but it's called Timeless Secrets of Health and Rejuvenation. Okay, and so what made you pick up that book? Because I, I, I'm not going to lie, I did some, you know, scan throughs and I maybe read the first chapter, but it's such a big book. <laughs> I know, I know that thing is huge and you do, and it is a commitment. But I picked that up that book because um, the, the author, Andreas Maurice, he is a German um, holistic doctor. He is now deceased from... He was killed a few years back, um, but he has another book. It's called Cancer is Not a Disease. So as I began to do my research, and he was one of the first doctors that kind of stood out for me, um, I read his book, Cancer is Not a Disease, because, I mean, T, I'm not going to lie. At first, I was pissed off. I was mad. I was angry, you know, and um, I was just like, why me? Why me? You know, and then my second thing was, okay, what? What is this really? And um, I came across his book, Cancer is Not a Disease. And as I began to read that book, he has several other books that he's written. That one, The Timeless Secrets. And he also has another book called The Liver and Gallbladder um, Miracle Flesh. Mm -hmm. So I really began to dig deep into his studies, his writing, um, some of his practices to help me in my journey. Mm-hmm. Well, it, 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 it works. I mean, like I said, yeah. I, I see this lady and her energy is, I mean, she's, mo- she has more energy than I do sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so I was just like, you have to be on my show because you're a blessing and you don't even know it. And you have to share with other people that are going through this and may feel that chemo is their only option, but they don't know that they can also take their life back, do their research and, you know, pray to God, trust in God 
and, you know, walk by faith and not by sight. And, 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 you know, I, when you first said that to me, I said, oh, really, I don't have, I mean, I'm just, my story is like everybody else's story. And, you know, I really just didn't see it in that way. But, you know, after, after talking to you and it's, and it is a blessing to be able to share um, with someone else that, that maybe that's going through the same thing to, you know, to encourage them to, to have that, you know, faith and hope that chemo is not the only option. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not diagnosing anyone. I'm not saying to anyone not to go to your doctor. Um, but, you know, in, in, in my own opinion, it's, you know, do the research. Don't just um, settle for that is the only thing out there. God has created our bodies in such a complex and beautiful way that, there are other solutions to healing our body. Mm-hmm. And some of them we walk on every day and don't even know, you know, like with dandelion, like it's all in the grass and, you know, we walk around on earth every day, just, you know, stepping on all of these little good remedies that we don't know about. There are so many um, different um, resources out there for us. And I know sometimes it can be uh, overwhelming as far as where to start, um, where to start to even get the information. But to be honest with you, T, I do believe in God. And I don't know, um, like, the, the, I guess the best way to say it for me was being guided by the Holy Spirit. You know, I asked the Holy Spirit to guide me into um, researching and finding out the best information um, in the natural way that would heal my body, um, that would help shrink the tumors and, and get me back um, on track. So I think for me, having the guidance of the Holy Spirit really kind of pushed me in a, in a whole new direction of things just kind of jumping out at me, the resources kind of just jumping out at me um, for all of these holistic doctors and the information, going on the Internet, going to the library, and making a commitment to myself. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing. You've got to be able to make that commitment to yourself. Yes, and a lot of the ingredients that you shared that you put in your smoothie every day is mother nature. You know, it's stuff that is already here that is natural herbs, you know, that God created and no man has made that. And that's what's healing you. No man. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, nutrition is very important when it comes to our body. I always tell a lot of people, you get one body in a lifetime and that's what, you know, your story is also what made me dive more into coming out with that Mother Nature Muscles program because once I started taking some of the steps and putting some of those ingredients in my shakes in the morning and stuff, like, I started feeling more revitalized and, you know, it, it was just like, it's crazy, man, because we don't know, you know, and so with you sharing this, it's an eye-opener, and it's definitely needed. Yeah, I, I mean, and you're definitely right because a lot of the, a lot of the stuff, well, all 100 percent of the ingredients, it's 
God made. And the, I guess the funny thing about it is it, 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 it won't hurt you in, in whatever combination, in, in whatever amount that you do it. It's not something that's going to put you or your body at risk for further harm. These things that we are putting into our bodies um, when you're doing the dandelions and the beets and the spinach and the kale, fresh ginger and turmeric, these are things that God created to help us aid into uh, putting nutrients in our bodies, to heal our bodies, and to help us be the best us we can be because we only get this one body. Do you have anything that you would like to leave the followers with? The one thing that I would love to say is you are not alone. You do have a choice. And I know that sometimes in our darkest hour, you, you feel like God um, God may not hear you, but he does. And I know sometimes we want that, that great uh, uh, crack crackling lightning you know answer out of the sky but it's that small still voice in the middle of the night when he kind of like sometimes when you can't sleep it's good don't turn on the television don't get on the phone don't scroll on on instagram or youtube or all the social media outlets sometimes it's in the middle of the night when he wakes you up or you can't sleep it's when he's giving those answers to you so I would say, you know, he does answer our prayers and he does hear you. So we just have to be willing to listen. Yes. And I know that happens to everybody because we all have those nights where we can't sleep and we don't know why. And so we do pick up our phone until we get sleepy and stuff. And that's God, you know, trying to get our attention be like, hey, let's have some time together. You know, so. I really do appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that because that should help a lot of people out as well to not pick up their phone, but to get on their knees and talk to God. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for being on the show. You just made me feel all warm all over again. I love talking to you, girl. And so, (laughs) (laughs) and if they don't know, you are an awesome trainer and, um, Look, I, I hope your clientele triples because you are awesome. Aw, thank you, love. All right, this is Ramonica, and we are going to end this call. So once again, thank you for sharing your story, Ramonica, and you have a blessed day. Thank you. If you are not already doing so, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Tarnisha Total Body. Also, my website is www.tarnishatotalbody.com. Stay tuned for more information and interviews with lovely ladies.